the chapter. We can all quote it by faith. Amen. And that's what I want to preach about tonight is faith. Preacher, when are you going to quit preaching faith? I'll preach faith if I was blind in both eyes and couldn't walk on either foot. <laughs> Amen. That's the truth. Don't look at me like that. That's the truth. The sicker I get, the harder I'm going to preach on it. Amen. Because he can do exceedingly abundantly what we ask or even think. He's a great God that can do all things. He can heal cancer. And you know, um, there's many needs in this congregation tonight. And uh, the Lord let me know that the other night. And he gave me an ingredient to give you. And I preached Hebrews 11.1 1 from forwards and backwards and sideways and pick out a word here and there and but he began to talk to me about what he really wanted me to do now faith is the substance of things hoped for for the evidence of things not seen I wonder why he put that word now I believe I can be healed next week or if I get good enough to be healed, if I become what he wants me to become, I can work to that place up to receive from God. But he said, now. I've tried to figure out what he really meant by now, and I tried to figure it in, in the dictionary of old Webster, see what he said about it, and he didn't have much more to say than what I already knew. But he said the word now means at this present time. At this very moment. At once. And now is used without any definite meaning. That's the way that we feel about it. Well, the word now is there because Paul the writer put it there and by the inspiration of God and he said now faith is a substance of things hoped for evidence of things not seen faith is something that I found through the years that whatever you can believe him for he will do you'll receive I've seen him do the impossible and, and the possible and the unusual ways of the way that he has done it but all I can get out of now is the fact he means right now. <laughs> and the quicker we keep putting it off and realize that he says now, the better off we'll be. You don't want the Holy Ghost if you could realize not at altar call, but right now. Now. Glory. Or do we have the meaning that without any definite meaning it really doesn't mean? Now the present time or this very moment and he spoke about now. Master, I'm giving you, Lord, the little tidbits to the people that you have given me. And Lord, I pray, Lord, that you would take and multiply it, Lord, to the needs of your people tonight. 
Speak to our heart mightily, O God. Fill many with the Holy Ghost. Heal, Lord, this congregation tonight, we pray. We'll humbly praise. We'll give thee all the glory. And everyone say, in Jesus' name, amen. You can be seated. Now, faith. Something that I've seen this happen so many times. And I remember when it's so easy for us to say that for someone else to receive something from God, but when it comes to our own, it's a little different story. I remember when Brother Johnson called me on the phone when I lost my eye, and he told me that, that my eye was going to be all right, and, and he gave me a specific time that when it was going to happen, when the nurse took the bandage from my eyes, that I would be healed. And I thought to myself, now, that's me, that's not you. And it's a little different story on this end of the line. But when I believed that it was going to happen just like the man of God said, well, it happened just like he said. And God gave my eye back to me, which was the impossibility of, they said it would be impossible for me to see out of it. A perfect vision in it. But the word now is when we make up our mind that we have come to the final climax that I got to have it now. Right now. Not after a while, but right now. Let me bring something in. I started to look up some of the words and uh, the word now. And Malachi has got one too. And in the book of Malachi, the third chapter, Will a man rob God? Yet he has robbed, have robbed me. But you say, wherein has he robbed thee? Tithes and offerings. You're cursed with a curse, for you've robbed me, even this whole nation. Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be meat in mine house, and prove me. Can I use the word in front of it right now? Oh, but preacher, you don't understand my, my situation. I mean, I can, I feel like that next month will be just right for me to zero in on that part. I mean, I, I don't think the electric bill is going to be as high as what it was this month. And I believe I'll be able to accomplish that, but I can't do it now. And this is the avenue that the devil takes us on every situation. It don't matter what this is. I, I, I'm going to... You know, I'm going to receive it, but not right now, but after a while. The devil fought me for years and months, and when I prayed for the Holy Ghost, he let me know that you feel the Lord. I mean, what more do you want than that? I mean, I'm going to get it one of these days, and, and, but um, it'll come, but right now? There's got to be a time in your life that it happens that you finally focus right now. Right now. Now faith is. Right now. At the present time. You say, what can happen? Anything can happen when you make up your mind that you have decided, that you decide all of a sudden that it's just 
I'm going to take my time tonight, but just, I made up my mind right now, you know. I remember preaching in Canada, and where we're going is only about 35, 40 miles from there, where I preached probably 26 years ago in that part of the country. I remember a lady testifying, and I, I, some of you have heard me say it, but I want to say this, that I prayed for her. She had a, a growth in her mouth, and, and uh, she's prayed for her, and her child just seemed like pestered her. Every few minutes, he'd say to her, said, Mama, uh, did God heal you? Well, not yet. Well, uh, when's God going to do it? And she said, oh, he will, you know. I'll get it, you know, just like some of you. I, I'm going to get it. I, I know I'm going to get it, but, uh, but I don't know about right now. I know I'm going to receive what God has told me I can receive, but, you know, but it's probably be, well, next week will be a lot better time, you know. And, or when the evangelist comes, it'll be a better time to receive it. And, but now... God could actually do it now. And he likes to procrastinate our thoughts that, well, he, everyone else gets it, but, you know. And it's like this, she said, uh, the child said, well, why, Mama? And she said, he's going to heal me. Well, has he done it now? No, no, not yet. And finally, she testified to the fact that she made up her mind all of a sudden that if I don't change my story, I'm going to have a small child. I'm going to put that child in doubt that when it gets prayed for, that it's never going to receive anything from God. It's going to be portrayed to another time or another hour or another day or another month. But she said, finally, the, mother, the little child said, when, Mama? And she made up her mind and said, right now. And when she said, right now, she said, it broke. And she spit it out. God healed her because he, she put it in a place of now. Oh, I know God can do anything, but what about right now? He's let me know if you want really something from God. Amen. Forget about everybody else that's around you. Forget about who's standing there. Forget about the obstacles that's against you. And all the natures of what the doctor said. Who will believe the report of the Lord? Who will trust his word? Who will magnify his word and say, I believe what God's word says? Hallelujah. It's time to be apostolic, real apostolic. It's time to believe God of what His Word says. Now. Glory. You can be seated. When God spoke to me the other night, as I was laying in bed, He said, Now. That's what I want you to preach about. Wake my people up and tell them if they'll trust me now. If they'll give me their life now. And so we have the story of procrastination constantly. In the book of Matthew, 
I've got several places to go here tonight. In the book of Matthew, the 11th chapter, and verse number 12, 11 and 12, he put it like this. He said, from the days of John the Baptist until now, right now, he puts a specific point upon it, right now. And he said, the kingdom of heaven suffereth violence, and the violent taketh by force. You've got to fight for what you get. Glory. How would you like to be standing in line at the cafeteria and four or five just get up in front of you and get in? And they just kept on doing that and you kept going backwards and on back in the line. After a while, you'd finally say, look, I've had enough of this stuff. I would to God that some of you get enough of this stuff. Open your heart to God. Cry out from the bottom of your heart. Lord, thou son of David. Jesus, I'm looking for you to do something for me right now. Hallelujah. You can be seated. Well, I feel the Holy Ghost in this place. <laughs> hey, the devil don't like what I'm preaching about. It. I don't care what he says. God's looking for somebody who hasn't got enough sense to stand up and say, Glory! Glory! Hallelujah! Woo! Mm. Glory! Praise God. You can be seated. So many times we want to be real dignified, you know, too. We don't want to just raise our voice, you know, because after all, it might wake up the one that's sleeping beside of us. You know. Amen. Glory. It's time for the apostolic church to make up their mind that God's a rewarder. And he's a rewarder for them that diligently seek him. He said here in the book of Matthew, and from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffereth violence, and the violence taken by force. Having mind made up. Someone was talking to me the other day about blueprints and city hall and so forth. I said, you got to fight them. Let them know you ain't going to take no for an answer. Amen. They're just a group of people that's trying to do some things. Amen. But you can go down there and, and if you be violent, amen, to the fact that let them know that they're not going to run over you. What are you saying, brother? What I'm trying to link it in tonight is the fact is that the devil has rode over you and rode over you and said, you can't get it, you can't receive it, you can't do it. Amen. But I'm here just for a little while tonight. If you'd just make up your mind and be a participant of the audience and say, in the name of Jesus, I want it. Oh. I can't do that. Mm. You can be seated. In the book of Mark, the second chapter, my son got on this and he spoke of a word and I, I told my wife, I said, I preach that everywhere I go. And he was, he was in the very first verse and again he entered into Capernaum and after some days it was noise that he was in the house and 
Straightway many had gathered together insomuch that there was no room to receive them, and no, not so much as about the door. And he preached the word unto them. And there came unto him, bringing one of the sick of the palsy, which was born afore. And when they could not come nigh unto him for the press, they uncovered the roof where he was. And, and when they had broken it up, and they let him down in the bed wherein the sick of the palsy lay. And when Jesus looked at him, he said, Man, look at the faith in them people. I never promised you nothing. Glory. I never promised you anything. I want to tell you what, God sometimes does things that we actually stand back and wonder. I was preaching in Oregon. I told you the story before. I won't tell it because it fits so close. And I was preaching on faith and I said, God can do anything. And here come a man and I just had talked to him about the surgery that I went through. And I said, this is what you got to do. And I said, it's a six-month process for both of them all together. Divided up. Very painful. Worst operation besides the spine operation can be even the heart operation. And I began to tell him all the bad ones. He said, well, I'm not going to go through that. And I said, yeah. And I said the same thing. I, what I was saying, just, oh, boy, you just wait and see. That same man came up, I anointed him with all in the name of the Lord that night while I was preaching on faith. And the next three days later, I was in Red River at a, at a holiness conference up there. And he walked up to me and said, hey, Brother Davis, i got to tell you something. I said, what? He said, when you anointed me with all, the power of God came upon me and he gave me two brand new hips. He said, see, I can jump. And he jumped. There's no hurt in my body. There's nothing wrong. Hallelujah. God's well able to do exceedingly abundantly what we should ask or even think. Hallelujah. What's the story behind it? Make up your mind, devil. You fed me the line long enough. Amen. I've got a problem. Amen. I'm going to take it to the Lord. I'm going to lay it on his doorstep. Amen. I'm going to walk away with clear cleanness of heart. Amen. I'm going to receive from God that which I want to receive from him. Glory. You can be seated. Jesus looked up at them men carrying that stretcher and said what y'all doing and probably one said what do you think we're doing what's it look like we're doing we're giving you something to work with like when I was in Colorado Springs one time and I told the church I said go out and get the impossible I'm going to preach faith I want to see God healed tonight I said tomorrow night just go out and get the impossible and boy, did they ever find a convert. He had a sports car. Hands both of them twisted. Body contorted. Amen. One leg two inches shorter than the other one. Walk with a cane. Everybody look and say, wonder what God's going to do. But all of a sudden, that man got so excited. He was tired of the condition that he was in. He broke away from the side of the building and he walked to the front and when I anointed him with oil, amen, down with the cane, outstretched his hands. God healed his back. God gave him the length of the leg. God healed him. He was tired of being in that problem of a situation. Mm. So 
So I'm going to ask you a question. How long are you going to ride the crutch? I'm here to tell you God's in here right now. Right now. All you got to do is stand to your feet, cry from the bottom of your heart, cry out to God, get excited, and if there he is. You said it won't happen. Oh, yes, it will. Oh, yes, it will. Hallelujah. We've sat on our pews long enough waiting for somebody to anoint you with oil. I'm telling you, the hands of God and the angels are in this place. Amen. You don't need to be anointed with oil. All you got to do is believe that He is, that He's a rewarder for them that diligently seek Him, that'll trust Him and believe Him. Glory. Glory. You can be seated. If God could get one person just to almost get hysterical. <laughs> and trust him. Don't worry about it. There's too many wet blankets around here to put it out. <laughs> Glory. Amen. You can be seated. I was preaching in White Settlement, Texas one time. Several years ago. They got to preaching pretty strong. And there's an old boy sitting on the front seat. I tell you what, I'd like to pay him a salary that would go with me everywhere I went. And he got his eyeballs on me. He glued them on me. And the harder I preached, the more he shook and trembled. He kept looking at me. And he kept watching every move I was doing. Finally, he endured for about an hour. And finally, he stood at his feet. He said, my God, preacher, stop. You're killing me. I can't take any more of it. I can't have any more of it. All of a sudden, God intervened. God began to move. The Holy Ghost began to fall. Miracles happened. Woo! Honey, they're not going to come to you. you got to go to it. himself. Begin to worship him and love him. Woo! Hallelujah! Let the dead bury the dead, but let the spiritual rejoice. Let the spiritual magnify the name of the Lord. in the name of Jesus. You want the Holy Ghost say, devil, leave me alone? I'm going to praise him. Mm. <laughs> hey, devil, you're a liar. Hallelujah. Honey, 
this thing wasn't done in a corner. The real power of God's in this place. He's looking for somebody to grab it. Come on, let's worship him. Let's love him. Come on, get it. Get it while it's here. All the angels are here. Get it, my friend. Woo! Honey, you can have it. It's yours. Claim it. That's it, you got it? Claim it! Let the whole world, I got something that's real. He come to dwell with me tonight. It's called the Holy Ghost. Now, faith, right now, not after a while, not tomorrow, not Wednesday night, right now. Devil, you're a liar, right now. Right now, God's people is going to receive the blessings of God. Right now, there's going to be healing in the multitude. Right now, backs are going to be healed. Right now, the Holy Ghost is going to fall. Right now. Depression, you're going. I got the Holy Ghost right now. Come on, forget about everybody else and just have a time. This is not in precipitation night. This is your night. God said this is your night to receive what you need to receive from God. Cry out. Cry out. My God, cry out! Holy Ghost is all over you, Diane. Cry out! Cry out! Cry out!
now faith. This present time. Right now. Not 15 minutes from now. Not five minutes from now. Right now. Right now. Right now. Right now. Right now. Holy Ghost said right now. You say, preacher, I got a pain in my body. Tell the devil, said, leave me alone in Jesus' name. I claim victory right now. Glory. Glory. You say, what's the trouble, Pastor? I say, the unbelievers in this place are too many. You've sat through dead, dry services long enough. Amen. I want you to be uncomfortable tonight uh, because the Holy Ghost is in here. You need to be uncomfortable. You need to know what Pentecost is all about. Uh, they're not drunken as you suppose. Uh, but this being nine o'clock in the morning. But this is that uh, that was spoken by the prophet Joel in the last days, saith God. He said, my spirit will be prevalent. My spirit will overtake everything. My God, get out of the old rut. Get out of the rut. Get out of the rut. Throw it down. Throw it down. Throw it down. Brother Grindale, kick them heels high like you used to. Let that devil know. Let him know. Kick them as high as your head like you used to. That lying devil, he's kept you in a mully grubbing condition long enough. You coming out tonight. Coming out tonight. Some of you are coming out. You're coming out. You're tired of it. I'm tired of that situation. I want relief. Amen. My God, don't stand there. Love Him. Worship Him. Let's get in one mind and one accord in this place. afraid somebody gonna look at me let them look at you let them look at you why don't you get back like it was the night you got the Holy Ghost you could have cared who was there you didn't care you didn't care what you looked like you didn't care how your dress was you didn't care how your suit was you didn't care about nothing all of a sudden you got excited you got excited
Mm. Now, faith, right now, right now, right now. Let's worship him. Forget about everybody. Get out and out and dance. Get out and let die out and do something. Begin to love him. Begin to worship him. Right now. Right now. I got pages here to one side and the other side to preach about. But if the Spirit can't do it, I can't do it either. And the Spirit of God's in this place. Come on, let's worship Him for a few minutes.
Come on, break out of that prison house. Woo! Break out of it! You've been in it too long. I'm telling you in the Holy Ghost that God has sent the angels full of gifts to come to this place tonight. Some of you are too stubborn to receive them. God's got all kinds of gifts to give to you. God's not bankrupt. Amen. He's got a heaven full of things to give his people. We are a people that are called by his name. Amen. We are a people that God loves. And he's brought his angels tonight to worship with you. Amen. He's brought his gifts with him to bring to you tonight. Hallelujah. Mmm. Sister Cockle, in the name of Jesus, be thou whole. In the name of Jesus, I come against the affliction. I command it to leave in Jesus' name. I plead the blood for your soul, for your body, for your back. Hey, the great doctor can take care of that thing. He can run his finger right down your spine and make it well. Oh, come on, church. Let's forget about everybody else. Let's have church by ourselves. Forget about that one that's around you. Let them die carnal if they're going to die. Amen. But oh, as far as me and my house, I'm going to praise him. I'm going to worship him. I'm going to have an old apostolic revival in the soul, in my soul. We've heard enough word of God to choke you to death. we got the spirit tonight. Yield to it. That's it. Pray for that one beside of you. Somebody pray for everybody. (laughs) 
coming down, down, down. Oh, the glory of the Lord is coming down. When the saints begin to pray, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We need what we're receiving right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. That's it, everybody. Pray with someone right now. Pray with them right now. Shut up, my nigga, my son, I'm about to tell you.
find you somebody say let's get out in the aisle and dance a while it's victory it's victory around the old camp oh glory hallelujah put up the old sad stories amen turn them feet into dancing let the holy ghost put your feet to dancing Come on, get out of that ditch. Get out of that carl-minded attitude. Come on, you're going to hell if you don't. You don't need somebody to feel sorry for you. What you need to do is pray through. Come on, somebody needs to holler. Somebody needs to cry. Somebody needs to shout. Somebody needs to open their heart to the God. Woo! <laughs> Oh, hallelujah. Now faith. Now faith.